0: Okay, so we've been talking about why I must belong to a local church and be committed there. Uh, Simply saying why we go to church. We've been saying that for some of us, church was introduced to us in a wrong way. Because the person who invited us to church may have invited us to church because of a peculiar problem we had. So because we were introduced to church via problem, we see church as a place where problems are solved. Or I only go to church... Because I have a problem. So if I don't have a problem. It is hard to find reason. To go to church. If I don't have a problem. If I'm not going through any demonic attack. If I'm not having financial challenge. If I don't have childbirth problem. We seem not to find reasons why we go to church i always anytime i talk about this i remember that famous story bishop Ajin Asari told me personally he said he had he used to do a lot of miracle services when he started his church and a lot of people received miracles cripples blind all that there was a young man particular he remember because their church was at circle Um, the guy was one of those people around there so the guy came to one of the miracle services and got healing cripple walking he's well came to give testimony few weeks later he's not seeing the guy in church ah where is this guy one time after months he meets the guy in town and he says ah young man of late you have not been coming to church The man said, Bishop, 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 please. Who gets sick and goes to the hospital? And after you are healed, you still keep going to the hospital. Uh, I was a cripple, that's why I came. I'm no more a cripple, so why should I? He says he taught him a lesson. That when you make the church a solution center, you deprive people of the reason we go to church. Some go to church because they want good husband. If you want, if you ask it here, if you get a Christian to marry, you are assured of good marriage. So some, to them, church is a place to find a life partner. Luke 17, 27 is a very interesting scripture. How long marriage has existed, Luke chapter 17, 27. If there's a scripture like that.
1: Chapter
0: 17, the verse
1: 27.
0: They did eat. They did eat. They drank. So, people were having fun, making merry. Uh Uh-huh.
1: They did eat.
0: They did eat. They drank. They drank. They married wives. They married wives. They were given in marriage. They were given in marriage. Until, Some women were given in marriage. Until. Until the day that Noah, Noah entered, entered
1: into the ark. And the flood came and destroyed, and them, destroyed them, all. them all.
0: So marriage existed before Jesus came. So to preach that. The church is the place where marriage is solved. You will then be getting the reason for church wrong. As far as Noah's time, people were giving in marriage, people were marrying. In fact, Jesus did not start healing literally in the Bible, people were being healed. Abraham in Genesis prayed. For the king. And the king got healed. So, if, if the reason you go to church is because of healing, you are getting the purpose for church wrong. There were several people who were healed in the Bible who never went to church. In fact, the people, majority of the people, Jesus himself healed in the Bible, they were not born again. So you don't need to even be born again before you are healed. So if healing is why you go to church, you get it wrong. And then the bigger one. People had money before Jesus came. So if your reason for going to church is to make money, you have missed it. The man, the king who blessed Abraham with silver and gold, was he a Christian? He wasn't. Amalek, the king, who Abraham went to lie that Sarah was the sister. He had money without Jesus. So, I am saying to you, you can make money without Jesus. No, you don't need Jesus to make money. When Jesus was born, men came from the east referred to as wise men, who brought gold, frank incense, they were not Christians. So I'm coming to church, so that God will bless my business, you are lost. And sometimes I don't blame us, it's the pastor or the evangelist like me who introduced you to church. We have people who go to church to inquire mummy or interpret dream. When they have a dream, they don't understand. They think that the purpose of church and pastor. But all the way in Egypt, when the king first had a dream, he didn't call Joseph. Who. Meaning that it was not only Joseph and his God who interpreted dreams. He called them magicians, the astronomers. In fact, the people who had the Bible, the, the Old Testament writing to them, Jerusalem and their people. They didn't even know Jesus has been born. Unbelievers saw it before. The wise men were not born again. They said they saw his what? Star. Which people read star? Astronomers saw that the king of the Jews has been born. And they themselves, they didn't know. Then Herod called. They brought the chief priest. Then he looked through the scriptures and found in Micaiah chapter 1 verse 5 written there that truly the Messiah will be born in Bethlehem, Jerusalem. So, if all these are the reasons you go to church, then we need to understand why was the church established? It doesn't mean if you go to church, you won't be healed. It doesn't mean you go to church and you may not get... No, 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 no. But there is always a reason for everything that is done. And until we understand why... We have to belong to a church. You have several reasons you don't need to go to church. Some even have grown to think coming to church helps pastor. Because the church got so crazy with that crowd. Pastors are so carried away by people gathering and cars. And they, they thought that success of a church is dependent on how many people are gathered, how many cars, and the type of cars. So we would advertise our church. You know, I remember those days of late. I don't see it anymore. We have matured. Those days, churches who advertise. You see a church advert, a church in Ghana, Africa, Mokoshito Land, is doing advert. We are inviting you to join us a service at seven a.m. and the pictures on white people. You remember those type of adverts? Or black Americans. Or better still, fine people than you. <laughs> the churches felt they need fine-looking people to put on their poster so that people will see that when you come to church you can be fine like this. It means that the pastor is not too sure about your own. Until the churches started getting fine, fine people. Now, they will, do, they will have ushers all dressed nicely, the same shoes. Then they are advertising Church of Christ. And they have shot the type of shoe the ushers are wearing. The type of dress, and they are all posing. Like Elvis says. welcome to church. So we look for fine, beautiful girls. Nice looking. We don't care what they understand or don't understand, what they believe or don't believe. Churches have even gotten to a higher level. We look for celebrities and try to identify with the fact that this celebrity comes to our church. And it then suffices to say that the celebrity who may not even have accepted Jesus gives credence to the church. And pastors, we preach and then show forth, oh, in our service today we have uh, honorable kokofu. Hey, momon semano. Honorable, honorable. We also have honorable, and the honorables are coming to just receive greeting. So it is important for us to go back to the Bible to understand What exactly is the church? Why do we go to a church? I've had people even tell me, ah, there's somebody who was in church, older person, and when he says, the way he's growing, he needs to go to an Orthodox church so that they will give him a befitting Orthodox barrier. (laughs) Hey, so some people go to church because of the type of barrier they want to have. So we want to, through scriptures, understand why should somebody belong to a church and be committed there. So in our studies, we went to Jesus. Who is the founder of our faith. The author and the finisher of our faith. In Matthew chapter 16. And for some time now we've been looking at. Why he mentioned church. He's the first person in the entire Bible to mention. First to mention the word church. He mentioned all in the book of Matthew. But the word church we said, which is the Greek word Ekklesia, was not a coinage of Jesus. Words, for example, if I come to write something or I'm coming to teach you, I didn't come with a foreign or a heavenly language to teach you. I'll pick the language in the place I am, the understanding there to teach the people. So the Jews what they call ecclesia was from them being called out of Egypt to become a nation. Hear this. If you are a student of the Bible, you remember that Israel as a nation didn't enter Egypt as a nation. The first to go there was Joseph out of slavery farming came he brought his parent his his father who came along with his brothers and they settled in Egypt because of Joseph they were given a place called Goshen and they started growing 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 then a pharaoh came who did not recognize what Joseph had done decided to turn the people of Israel into slaves. If you're a student of the Bible, we have learned that all the Old Testament scriptures were written to depict salvation. That's why Paul will write to Timothy, he says from a child, you have known the Holy Scriptures, which teaches you salvation that is through faith in Christ Jesus. So when you read the Old Testament stories about Abraham, Isaac, all of them, they are teaching a story. So they are in bondage. They have not been turned to slaves. They need to come out. To come out, they need somebody to bring them out. The person bringing them out, Moses, is called from amongst them. Watch the picture. They are in bondage, treated as slaves. They don't have their will, they are being dominated to eat, to sleep, everything. They are slaves. Then from amongst them, because Moses was a Jew who was born but trained by an Egyptian, but his blood is still a Jew. So from amongst them, God calls him out to bring him in to deliver them out. So Jesus comes to live in them, comes out. And whoever believes in him, you are called out. So Moses and his deliverance to a promised land, making them now the individual, one family that came into Egypt is now a nation, a peculiar people. Are you following? So, and when God led them. It was redemption. Redeeming you from bondage. That's what Jesus does. Redeems. And then when he redeems them, he didn't leave them. He led them through the wilderness. So, the word Ecclesia, which stands for church, simply means the called out people. So in the Jewish tradition, or in the Jewish language, when you say church, church is English word. So when you say Ecclesia, they understand how God called us out of Egypt. And then the people who are called out of Egypt, they also had a meeting they meet. So every Tuesday, All the called out from Egypt, we are meeting at 4 p.m. And that assembly was also called the Ecclesia. So the Israelites understood what Ecclesia is. What we call church is first of all, people who were called from bondage to gather. And then the people who have been called out of bondage, they gather and that assembly is also called church, Ecclesia. So Jesus comes, and he wants to know what was typified by Moses. He is the reality. He has to tell us what Moses and the Israelites acted. What is the exact real thing? Because the Israelites just acted Christianity. Their bondage is an unbeliever. They are coming out from Egypt to the promised land is being saved. So the, when you see Moses, that's why they, they believe Moses as a savior. If Moses didn't come, they will be, still be in Egypt. So the Christian, if Jesus didn't come, we were still in our sins. So when Jesus is teaching a Jew, and he says, I will build my ecclesia the Jew will understand that this man is also going to call people out just like Moses called people out is that clear so we need to find out from this Jesus what he meant by his church and why was he calling them and when he calls them what are they supposed to do Because if we don't go to the Word of God to understand why Jesus called the church and what the church stands for, everybody will create his own church. That is why we have churches doing fashion show. There's even a church in Ghana. They do beauty pageants. The night of Esther. Then Christians will come. Contestant number four. Yes, this is our dear sister, born of God, filled of the Holy Ghost, with hips and sheep. <laughs> and I love that church, because it's a real church. Some men of God have lost touch. We are in a real world, and that's an unbeliever giving a description of what he thinks church is. I love Chayaka House. It's so fun. We have fun. Because I saw people have fun and I also had fun. I didn't go to the Bible to see a picture. Because you can't build what you like. You have to build what the master builder. Jesus is the chief cornerstone. He is the master builder. So what he describes as church is what is church to us. So you can gather crowd with marketing. You can gather crowd with entertainment. And people will even say this is the best church in Ghana. Thank God for that. Don't forget that men are not the ones you are going to report to. The chief architect, the one who created his church, he is the one you are going to account to. He will look at the format he gave you and ask you, did you build according to plan? Or you build your own plan? That's why you can gather people, solve their problems, and they know nothing about Jesus. One of the most interesting scriptures of the Bible. Jesus heals a mind of blindness. Amazing, amazing story. The man has been healed of blindness. The chief priests and the elders went behind to go and ask the man that we hear that this Jesus is from the devil. What do you think? He said, brothers, whether he's from the devil or he's from God, that one will be my business. All that I know is that what? I was blind, but now I what? So there are people, the only thing they know is they broke through. What Jesus is, who a Christian is, they don't know and they don't actually care. Matthew chapter sixteen, from 13.
1: Matthew chapter 16 from the verse 13. When Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, mm-hmm. he asked his disciples saying,
0: He asked the disciples saying to who them, Who do men, who say, do that men I, say that I, the, the Son of Man, man, man am. am?
1: And they said, And they said, Some say that thou art. Some John say the Baptist, that you are John the Baptist. Some Elijah. Some even say you are Elijah. And others Jeremiah. Others do say you are Jeremiah. Or one of the prophets. Or you are one of the prophets. He saith unto them. Then Jesus says to them. But whom say you But who that do I you am? say that I, I am? And Simon Peter answered and said. And
0: Simon Peter then answered and said to Jesus. Thou art the Christ. You are the Christ. The son of the living God. You are the son of the living God. And Jesus answered then and Then Jesus turned to Peter and said to him, Simon Peter. Blessed art blessed thou. Blessed art thou. Simon, Simon Bajonah. Bajona,
1: for flesh, flesh and, and blood did not, not
0: give you this understanding me. of who I am,
1: but my Father, which
0: is in but heaven. But it is my Father, which is in heaven, that gave you an understanding of who I am, and, and upon who I am,
1: and I, say I will to,
0: build my church,
1: and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it.
0: So, by virtue of who I am, watch this: when Moses went to Egypt. To go and bring the people of Israel out. Ecclesia. He asked God. When I go. To bring them out. What should I say? Or who should I say? Ask me to bring them out. And God said. Say to them. I am that I am. So if Jesus is going to act the reality, it has to be on I am. Somebody in church? Who do men say I am? He's coming to call his people out. But you have to know who is doing the call out. Are you here? It's in Exodus chapter 3, I'm sure. Exodus chapter what? 6 3. Read Exodus. Exodus chapter 6. Exodus chapter 6, the verse 3. Mm-hmm.
1: And I appeared, verse 2.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And God spake unto Moses and said unto him,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I am the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I appeared unto Abraham, unto Isaac, and unto Jacob. Mm-hmm. By the name of the God Almighty, mm-hmm. by my name Jehovah, was I not known to them. Mm-hmm. Verse 4. And I have also established my covenant with them, to give them the land of Canaan and the land of their pilgrimage, mm-hmm. wherein they were strangers. Mm-hmm. And I have also heard the groanings of the children of Israel. Whom the, whom the Egyptians keep in bondage, and I have remembered my covenant. Verse 6 Wherefore say unto the children of Israel, I am the Lord, and I'll bring you out.
0: I am the Lord. Do you see that? I am. I am the Lord, Mm -hmm.
1: and I'll bring you out. And the I am is the one who is doing what? I'll bring you out. Bringing you out. From under the burdens of the Egyptians.
0: Hallelujah. So before Jesus will talk about bringing people out, he must talk about I am. Who do men say I am? because you have to understand who is doing the calling out am i making sense so i am called egypt israelites out of egypt i am called out his church so when peter said i am is the christ the anointed one the savior he says it is the savior Who is going to call people out? How is the Savior going to call people out? Back to Matthew 16.
1: Matthew 16. Is it making sense? Verse 18. Mm -hmm. And I say also unto thee, that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I'll build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it.
0: And and the gates of hell... So, I am is going to call people out but his calling people out will be done and the only thing that can stop it is the gate of hell. So, we understood that I will build my church Then, then when Jesus was saying it was futuristic. He was going to build his church with his death, burial, resurrection. Now let me get to my notes. I'll finish the intro. I will build my church and what? And the the gates of hell
1: shall not prevail
0: against it. Now, we said, next point, you right? build or build refers to something built once and not an ongoing work. Build or build refers to something that is done once, not an ongoing work. So, I'll build my church is not something Jesus is still building. The church of the Lord Jesus has already been built. The moment Jesus resurrected, the church was built. Because he said what will prevent the building was the gate of hell. And we understood that hell is the place of the dead Hades. Hades. The place dead people go to. So I'll build my church, and the place people go to cannot. Stop it. That means I will die and I will resurrect. And the moment we saw Jesus resurrect, it means he has built his church. Is that clear? What qualifies him to call people out is by resurrection. So you can write again that Jesus called his church from His resurrection. Jesus called his church. Into bracket, he's called out once. Church simply means called out once. Ecclesia. So Jesus called out people from his resurrection. Again the Church of Jesus is built only by Jesus the church of Jesus is built only by Jesus Let's look at John chapter 2, verse 19.
1: John chapter 2, the verse 19. Mm -hmm. Jesus answered and said unto
0: them. Jesus answered and said unto them. Destroy this temple. Destroy this temple. Underline destroy. Destroy this temple. And in three days, I will raise it And in three days, I will do what? I will raise it up. I will raise it up. Hold on. So Jesus says to them, they should destroy the temple. And he will raise it up in what? Three days. The people got angry with him. Because this temple is how many years? They didn't use three days to build it. How are you saying... We should destroy it, and you are going to build it in three days. Continue.
1: Verse 20. Then said the Jews, then said the six, Jews
0: 40 and six years. Forty was and in six building. years has this building been, here. And will thou wear it down? And up you in want three days? to wear it down in three days?
1: But he spake of the
0: temple he of says, his body. He says, but he was speaking of what? The temple of his body. So The church of Jesus is the church of his body. So he says in three days he was going to build it. That means the church of Jesus was built in how many days? How many days? Three days. So when you start quoting, the Bible says, I'll build my church and the gates of hell will not preview today. To assume he's still building his church, you got it wrong. He said he was going to use three days. It is very easy to understand. So when Jesus comes to say in Matthew 16, I'll build my church, it means he's going to use how many days to build it? And three days is what happened in three days. His death, burial, and resurrection. Is it making sense? Next point. The word destroy is the Greek word lu, L-U-O. It implies to put off or to dissolve. The word temple implies... A place to dwell or a shrine. A place to dwell or a shrine. So if Jesus is the temple, then Jesus is the place the people he calls out dwell. Go back to John 2 from 19 again.
1: John chapter 2 from the verse 19. Jesus answered and said unto them, Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. Mm -hmm. Then said the Jews, Forty and six years was this temple in building, and will thou raise it up in three days? But he spake of the temple of his body. When therefore he was
0: when therefore he when he was telling them destroy this temple I raise it in three days they didn't understand but twenty one says what when
1: therefore he was risen when from the Jesus
0: dead, was risen from the dead his, his disciples remembered the disciples remembered that he had said this unto that them. he had said this unto unto them. Uh-huh. And they believed the scripture. And they believed the scripture. And the word which Jesus had said. And the word. So it was upon resurrection. So there are things Jesus said when he was with them, they never understood. There are things he said, this is my body, given for you. Then people are eating bread. They never understood. But upon resurrection... When Jesus resurrected, Acts chapter 1, verse 2 and 3.
1: Acts chapter 1, the verse 2 and 3.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Until the day in which he was taken up. Mm-hmm. After that, he through the Holy Ghost had given commandments unto the apostles whom he had chosen. Mm-hmm. To whom also he showed himself alive after his passion by many infallible proofs. So then he showed
0: he himself by many infallible proofs being uh-huh.
1: seen of them 40 days.
0: He was seen of them how many days? 40 days. 40 solid days and the disciples speaking, saw Jesus. And what were they doing? Were they doing party when they saw him for 40 days? And speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom so of So for God, 40 days, Jesus was speaking concerning the things of what? The kingdom of God. The kingdom of God. So this is where Luke wrote Luke 24, 25 to 46. Luke 24.
1: Luke chapter 24, 25. So this
0: is, he says, 40 days. So in the 40 days, this is one of the things that happened.
1: Then he said unto Then them, Jesus said
0: to his disciples, Oh fools. Oh fools and slow of heart.
1: To, to have believed all
0: that the prophet have spoken.
1: Ought not Christ Was Christ have not these to have died and enter his glory and to
0: enter into his glory?
1: And beginning at Moses. And because and all they the didn't prophets, understand
0: why Jesus died.
1: He, he decided
0: them, to explain to them in all, the scriptures, in all of the Old Testament writings the
1: things concerning himself, the things
0: concerning he Jesus to let them know that the Old Testament writings was about me 44 it's 44 mm-hmm. and he said unto
1: them these are the words which I speak unto you. So
0: in John chapter 2, verse 19, when I said they should destroy this temple and I'll build it in three days. These are the words which I spake unto you While whilst I was I yet, was with, yet with, you,
1: with you. That all, things that all
0: the things must be fulfilled which were written, which were written in the, the law of Moses, Moses and, in the the the, prophets, in the and the prophets and the
1: Psalms concerning, concerning me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Then, opened then the Jesus
0: opened the understanding that they might understand. That they the should understand what the scriptures are truly saying. So that we them. should stop saying, I am the Joseph in my family. Just yes, as Joseph was out, he says, Dabby. So he opened the understanding to see that the Bible was not written to be like David. I am the Abraham in my mother's house. I am David because my father didn't marry my mother. Oh, T T T. He opened their understanding. Meaning, if they understood the scriptures, he won't open their understanding. Because they were not reading the Bible properly, he had to teach them the proper way of reading the Bible. So he opened their understanding. Mm-hmm. That they might understand the scriptures. scriptures. And
1: said unto them. Then he
0: said unto them. Thus
1: it is written. This is what
0: it was written.
1: And thus it behoved Christ to suffer. This was
0: what the Christ should what?
1: To suffer. To
0: suffer meaning he should die.
1: And to rise from the dead. And he should rise the the third
0: third
1: day. And that repentance
0: and remission of sins. Should be be preached in his his name. name.
1: Among all the nations beginning at Jerusalem. So
0: go back to John chapter 2 verse 19
1: john chapter 2 the verse 19 jesus answered and said unto them destroy this temple and in three days i will raise it i'll raise it up mm-hmm. then said the jews 46 Forty years was this temple in building and will thou it up in three days but he spake of the temple of his body When therefore he was risen from the dead, when
0: therefore he had the Bible studies with them in Luke chapter 24, 44, his disciples remembered. The disciples now can remember, oh, the day he said, destroy the temple in three days. What was he talking about? That he had
1: said this unto them, and they believed the scriptures. Because Jesus
0: went through the scriptures with them. To point the things concerned. So, they believe the scriptures because that 40 days Bible studies was on what? The scriptures. Mm-hmm. Is that all? And the, 22, have you got And to the de-
1: word which Jesus had said.
0: Yeah. Is it making sense now? So, the people never understood some of the things Jesus said. Until... Jesus resurrected. It's just like John chapter 3. Verse 14.
1: John chapter 3 verse 14. And as Moses lifted up says, the serpent. He says as Moses.
0: This is something he told them. That as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness. Even so must so the, son, must of the man son of man be, be lifted, lifted up. That whoever
1: so believeth in him should not perish but have eternal
0: life. So, when Jesus said this, when the Son of Man is lifted up, I'm sure like we do now, we think lifted up means praises. We lift him up higher. He said, when we lift him up, he will draw men unto him. They didn't understand all this until fools and slow of heart. These were the things I said to you whilst I was with you. That just as Moses lifted the serpent in the wilderness, so must the son of man be what? The lifting can never be. The closest it can be is to hang on the tree. Because Moses hanged a dead snake on the tree. That whoever looked at the dead snake, if you were bitten by the snake, you receive healing. So the same way, the Son of Man will die and be resurrected. Then he explains why Moses lifted up the serpent in the verse 16. For God so loved the world. So you can never understand the four Gospels without the Old Testament. He says the reason why Moses lifted up the serpent was because God so loved the world that he gave gave the giving of the Son of God is that Jesus should die. That whosoever will believe in him should not perish, but but have have what? Everlasting life. That is it. We are good at quoting whoever believes in him should never have everlasting life. Amen. It's not a verse, it is an explanation. Am I making sense? Next point. So Jesus taught his disciples the scriptures for 40 days. To show that the center point, the center point of what he taught was a fulfillment of the things the prophet had said concerning him. The center point of what Jesus taught was just to show the disciples the fulfillment of the things the prophet had spoken concerning he, Jesus. That is his suffering and he entering into glory. What I'm simply saying is that all Jesus sought to do with the scriptures is to show them that number one, the prophets prophesied. Two, the prophecy has been fulfilled. Three, the prophecy is about me. What about me? My death, my burial, and my resurrection. So you don't read the Old Testament without seeing the death, burial, resurrection. If you are not seeing it, you are not reading it well. Do you know you can use football? You know how many of you know football? Football, case five. You know you can use it to play basketball, right? You can use your own ball. You can decide to bounce and throw it in a net. But is that the purpose of football? There is football. There is basketball. There is netball. They are all round, but they all have its purpose. So you can use the Bible to teach whatever you want to teach. It does not mean what you are teaching is necessarily right except you are teaching with the Bible what the Bible is used to teach. So somebody can read the Bible and be teaching 14 steps to be relevant in the marketplace. Marketplace. That Jesus came so that you be relevant in the marketplace. Stop that. Ten reasons why you must buy a land. Number one, the world is changing. Number two, anything can go, nothing but land. (laughs) That's why God gave the children of Israel a land. Forgetting that whatever God gave them was types and shadow of the real thing. He gave them bread from heaven, manna, to typify Jesus who is coming from heaven. They ate bread inside them. Jesus says, if you eat of my flesh and drink of my blood, he's talking about believe. You see, G-D. G-D-E, and you eat. So if you believe in Jesus. So they are figures of speech in every language. So he comes to explain why they were giving manna. So that they will not concentrate on manna Moses gave them. He says the reason Moses gave you the manna. Because I am the bread of life. That came from heaven. Any man that eats me. He says though your fathers did eat manna. Bread from heaven in the wilderness and they died. But he that eats of the bread that I give. He will live forever. 40 years is a dispensation. It's a generation. So they ate it for 40 years to just prove. What happened to them? They were examples. So if you stay on the example and miss the reality, that's what is happening. We are, please check it, it's destructive. Yes, off it, I beg. Thank you. So if all you do, that's what we have done. When Jesus took bread and blessed, take this, do this. When you are doing this, it should remind you of what I came to do. We have stayed with the bread on the communion table. He said the communion that people have been eating, the one Moses gave them to eat was to remember redemption. That what he was making them practice by eating it's my life that is going to be shared. It's my blood that is going to be poured for forgiveness of sins. Not stay at the table and every Sunday bring communion to eat. We have missed it. He came to explain why was John baptizing with water? John is showing them that water for the Jew is for cleansing. So I am showing you a man who is coming to cleanse you, not with water. Matthew 3, 11, I cleanse you with water, but he will cleanse you with the spirit. Matthew chapter
1: 3, verse 11. I indeed baptize you with I water. I indeed
0: identify you with God by using water. Unto repentance, unto repentance.
1: But he that, comes but
0: he after that is coming after me.
1: Is mightier than he I, is mightier than I. Whose shoes I'm
0: not worthy, to, bear, I'm not worthy to untie. He shall
1: baptize He, me, Jesus. Shall baptize you. Shall baptize you. With
0: the Holy Ghost. With what? The Holy Ghost. With water and the Holy Ghost. The
1: Holy Ghost. The one
0: who brought water baptism all through the Bible. Even told you Jesus won't use water. He will use the Holy Ghost. So when you stay with water, you have missed the reality. Everything was a shadow to point to what he is coming to do. To the Jew, water is life, water is newness. So Jesus says, except you are born with water, which is the Spirit. John used water. I use Spirit. So when you hear, except you are born with water and the Spirit. And in Greek, it's not always conjunction. It's an explanation. Kai, K-I-A. But we read it in English and think he says, before one is saved, you need water. So that the water will do what? So the thief on the cross, did they baptize him with water? And Jesus says, "You'll be with me in paradise." There is no exception for anybody's salvation. We are all saved the same. Even the disciples of Jesus, which of them were baptized? Why are you doing that? Even the disciples of Jesus didn't have a free, easy way to salvation. Jesus has said, "Ah, but you are my people." He spent 40 days to convince them from the scriptures. And the Bible says, and their eyes were opened. Then they did what? They believed the scriptures. Believing the scriptures, when the scriptures have explained to you the death, burial, resurrection of Christ is what? The gospel. So what did the disciples believe? The gospel. They didn't say, because you have seen my hand, we believe. Forget it. Nobody has a special salvation. We are all saved by the word of God. It's your imagination and wrong teaching that is making you have a wrong vision. There's only one begotten of the Father. We all have access to God through Jesus. No pastor has any special access to God. Just get it. Nobody. It's an imagination. Imagination. You can have several imaginations and call it God. Stop this. You See, when you don't read the Bible, anybody can say anything and you believe. And you become a slave to people see, people always, listen, any gospel that puts trust in an, a man is not the gospel of Christ. Even Jesus, they didn't point people to him. He pointed people to the Father. My Father. My Father. The things that you see me do is my Father. If you want to pray, say my Father. And ever by my Father, my Father, my Father. Then you are doing me, me. Any gospel that points you to a man and how powerful the man is, is not the gospel of Christ. Because the gospel that is of Christ points man to Jesus. Because we are Christians because of Jesus. We are forgiven because of Jesus. We are redeemed because of Jesus. We are justified because of Jesus. And be found in him. Philippians chapter 3 verse 9. Paul, apostle of apostles. He says be found in him. So, Don't be found in your own righteousness.
1: chapter 3, verse 9. And be found in him. And be found in Christ. Not having my own not righteousness. Not having your own righteousness. Which is of the law.
0: Which is by keeping the
1: law. But that which is
0: through the faith but of Christ. But the
1: righteousness which is
0: through your having faith in Christ. The righteousness which is of God by and faith. And a friend, a free Christ. The one you are stranded is not the one. Is somebody with me? So you need to understand that the Christianity that makes a human being superior is not that Christianity. The Christianity of Christ points all of us to Christ who is the gift of God. I explained to you in a teaching yesterday. You see, people get something wrong. When you, are, when you don't read the Bible very well, your wrong interpretation of Scripture affects the things you see. If you have, by mistake, have a dream and see yourself in heaven, by mistake, oh, you, may, you had a dream and saw yourself in heaven, and you saw a big throne, and you saw another throne, and God the Father was on one. And Jesus on the other. No, it was not God. You can never have a dream about heaven by mistake and see two thrones or three. God the Father, God the Son, God the It doesn't exist. God's intention was to make all men see one person and all men in one person. So he lifted him up and sat him on his right hand. Right hand is not my deputy, my vice president. No. Right hand is radiant, which means I don't exist anymore. He is the one who is in my stead. So there is only one throne, if there is a throne. Throne is just to prove rulership. So God is not sitting on anything. He is in charge. And the one he has put in charge is Jesus. So you can't see God the Father, and see God the Son, and see God the Holy Ghost. You are to see Jesus. Jesus. God made it so. It was a prophecy. All through. One of the most quoted prophecies in all of the scriptures. Psalm 110 verse 1. And Jehovah said to Adonai, Sit at my right hand. Right hand, radiance, my place. And I will make your enemies... Your too. Okay. Psalm
1: 110, verse 1. The Lord said unto my Lord.
0: The Lord sit, said unto my Lord, Sit down. Sit down at, my, thou right at my place. I said, right hand is not your right side. Sit in my stead.
1: Until I make
0: Act in my place. Till I make your enemies your foods too. So when God, when Paul was explaining Ephesians 1, 22, Ephesians chapter 1, the verse 22,
1: and had put all things under his feet and gave him the head over all things to the church. He has given all things.
0: things. Go back, start from 19.
1: Ephesians chapter 1, from the verse 19. And what is the exceeding greatness, what of, is his the power? greatness of his power? To us, what to us who, who are Christians, according to the according working to the of working his mighty, mighty power,
0: which when, he wrought in when Christ. When he raised Jesus, when he raised, when he raised from, Jesus the dead, from the dead, and set and at his own right it hand. It was after resurrection, Jesus was put in that place. After he resurrected him, he set him in his own place. In the heavenly. In the Far, above Far above all principality all. and power. Oh, and
1: might and, and, and dominion. And every, name that, and every name that is named. Not only in, Not this, world, only in this world, but also, also in the one come. that is to come. And had put, and he all, has put all under things. his feet. And gave him the head over all to the church, which is his body. The fullness of him that so filleth. Don't pray. All yeah, I pray
0: in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of, you are missing it. There's only one name given in heaven and on earth. That a man shall be saved. God did it. God put Jesus there. Hebrews chapter ten, verse ten. Hebrews chapter ten, the verse ten. To twelve. To
1: twelve by the which will we are sanctified we are through, the through the offering of his of, body of jesus, jesus christ his body. once mm-hmm. verse 11 mm-hmm. and every priest, every priest daily, standing daily ministering, ministering and offering, offering times the, same, the sacrifices, same sacrifices which can never, which take, can never away take away but this, man, but this man, after he had after he has given his life for
0: sins as forever, an offering for us, he did what?
1: Sat down on the right he hand sat of in God. the place of God. From henceforth, expecting, from henceforth to his enemies, expecting that his he enemies made his footstool. So
0: God took himself out of the picture and put Jesus in. In the picture, so we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels. We see nobody but Jesus. There's one mediator between God and man. And it's the man Christ Jesus. 1 Timothy 2, 5. So you need to understand. He did the calling out with his death, burial, resurrection. We all exist by virtue of what he did. 1 Timothy. 1 Timothy chapter 2, the verse
1: 5. For there is one God. And one God. And one mediator between God and men. The man Christ Jesus. As simple
0: as that. God did it Oh, It's not Jesus pushing God As aside. Like God decided to put Jesus in his stead. That's all. To me, I think the power, the Holy Spirit is the power. You, you don't get it. The Holy Spirit is to testify of who? Of Jesus. Show us the Father that it must us. John 14, 6. John
1: chapter 14, the verse 6. Jesus saith unto him, I am the way. I am the way.
0: I am the truth. The truth. I the am life. the life. No man, nobody, the father can have access him. to God except me. You won't Father? Me. If ye had known me, if you know me, you will know should the have known my
1: Father also. Uh-huh. And from henceforth ye know him, and have, and have seen, seen him. him. Philip said unto, unto Jesus, him, Lord, Lord, show us the, the Father, the and it shall suff- suffice us.
0: Jesus said to Philip, have I, been have I been so, so long, long time with you? With you? you that you are asking me to show you the Father. Familiarity is making you lose focus. Don't you know? He that hath
1: seen me has seen the Father. So why are you telling me and to show you the Father? And how sayest thou then,
0: show us the Father? Hallelujah. So Jesus calls us out to himself. Shows us what he means by church. Why are we gathered here? So you go to church, you don't know who you are in Christ. You didn't go to church. Sad. Ghanaians pray a lot all night. Church and they fear witches because pastors have not taken their time to teach. What they were instructed to teach, Matthew 28, 18 to 20. So Jesus has resurrected. He's telling, he told them before he died that he was going to build his church. So he's now built the church. So he gives a roadmap
1: for the church. Matthew chapter 28, the verse 18. And Jesus came and
0: spoke. He unto came them. after resurrection. I told you before I went there three days that I was going to build my church. Now I build the church. Now all, all authority is given unto me in, in heaven, heaven and, and on earth. earth. Now go ye therefore. This is how we are going to call people out. Go ye therefore to all nations, all nations,
1: baptizing them,
0: and let people be identified. Don't forget, the baptism is now no more water; it's of the Spirit. How do I get the spirit baptism if I receive the gospel? So go now. Go and tell people I am risen. I have paid for their sins. When they believe that, they qualify to be called out. So when you call them out, bring them, teaching them, making them as students. So the church is a school we come with book, we write because you don't go to school without a notebook. What are we learning? He says lo, I am with you. So we learn that Jesus is now in us. Teaching them to observe. All things whatsoever I have commanded What did you command them in 40 days? And lo, I am with you That is lo, behold this. I am in you always.
1: Even unto the end of so the So the
0: message of the church starts from resurrection. Ephesians chapter 4. Verse 11. Ephesians chapter Start
1: from 5. Nine. The verse 9. From verse 9. For the fruit of the Spirit is Eight. Is in all goodness and righteousness and truth.
0: Are you sure? Continue.
1: Ephesians chapter 5. You are lost.
0: Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians chapter Verse four,
1: 9. Verse 9. Now that he
0: ascended. Now that he ascended. What is it but that he also descended Before first? Before you can talk about the ascension of Jesus, you have to talk about his descending. First into the First lower into part of the, the lower earth. Of that the is, earth. you can't talk about Jesus' resurrection without talking about his death. Because his death paid the price. His resurrection is the receipt. Yesu into a crystalline So when you go to church and pastor's focus is your sin, your sin, your sins, you are in the wrong place. Because sins should be addressed from the light of Christ. If I talk to you about sin, I talk to you about what Jesus did to sin. And these things are spoken to people who don't know Jesus. When a Christian is sinning, we don't tell him he's a sinner. We tell him you are Christ. You don't have to behave like that. That's all. Then the more you let people know who they are, they will live in who they are. But if you are telling people sin is the reason God is not hearing you, you are making him them now go and start from Moses' time. You have missed the whole thing. Because nobody qualifies for God's grace. Grace is unmerited. So it says when Jesus ascended, he first descended. Now that he ascended, now that he ascended, what is it
1: but that, what he, is also is it but descended that he first descended? First. He descended. Into the lower, lower part parts of the, of the earth. earth. Eh? He that's descended is the same also. He that, that descended is the same also that ascended up. up uh, mm-hmm. ascended up far above all heavens, mm-hmm. that he might fill all things.
0: That he would occupy everything, be in his place where and God has placed him. Eh?
1: And he gave some then apostles. when Jesus
0: resurrected, he gave some. Apostles, apostles, and some prophets,
1: some prophets,
0: and some evangelists, some
1: evangelists, and some pastors and
0: teachers. teachers. For what? Hold on. He has told you he was going to build his church upon resurrection. Now he has resurrected, so in the building of the church, he has to establish people who take charge of the people in the gathering. So the people who take charge of people in the gathering, some were apostles, some were prophets, some some were evangelists, some were teaching pastors. So he says to what end? For the perfecting of the saints. For the perfecting. That word means for the maturing of saints. So it's not the pastor who makes you holy. You are holy that needs perfecting. You need to grow to know who you are. He says for the perfecting of the what? Of the saints. He didn't say for perfecting to be saint. Mm. He says you are saint." Who has to be reminded you are a saint? You have to be taught. Don't see yourself as a sinner. See yourself as in Christ who is a work in process. So the duty of your pastor when you come to church, I am to help you mature of who you are. You are a saint. So I have to show you with mirror from the Bible who you are. Bible says you are forgiven. So you don't walk in guilt. Bible says you are in Christ. So you don't pray that ah. you are the For the perfecting. Why is pastor helping you? I said the word perfecting is not perfect in English. For the maturing. It's the same word that was used training. Train up a child in the way he should go so that when he grows, he will not depart. That word, perfecting, is maturing. So the pastor helps you to live like who you are, a Christian that you are. So you can put, for the maturing in of the saints. So your maturity, not to see a fly and say it's your auntie from the village, is my duty. To tell you, your, your auntie can come like a cockroach, but he can't do anything to you. For the maturing of the saint, for the work of the ministry. For what? The work of the ministry. For what? The work of so the ministry. So you have to understand that we come to church not to get married. You come to church to learn how to do the work of ministry. And it is the duty of every prophet, evangelist, pastor. He says, for the nurturing of the saints, for what? the work work of of ministry. ministry. Listen, not somebody has a special call. Or see, you are a holy nation, a royal what? Priesthood. So every Christian is a what? A priest. That is why he committed to you the message of reconciliation. So everybody, whether you got born again yesterday or today, you are to preach the gospel for the maturing of the saints, for the work of ministry, so that what will happen? For the edifying of the body of Christ. For the edifying of the body, the building up of the body of Christ, so that what will happen? Till we all come. Till we, we all come King. to the fullness. And of, the no- and of the knowledge and of the Son of And of the knowledge. So our fullness is when we come to the knowledge of who?
1: The Son of God.
0: Of Christ.
1: Unto a perfect So when Christ. you are
0: able to understand Christo. And what Christo did. And what you have become by what Christo did. Till we all come to that knowledge of the Son of Man. To a perfect church. Eh? Is that what he said?
1: Verse, four, verse 13, unto a perfect man, unto <laughs> the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, mm-hmm. then we henceforth
0: be. So that when I am able to teach you what I should teach you, from that moment that you have come to the full knowledge of Christ, you will not be what? Children. You will not be children. Every small thing. You see, a child picks everything straight into the mouth because to the child everything is food. So, some Christian, baby Christian, who shouldn't be, everything they think is to the end of noni So, they are going to church, is no kofi, bomobai. Hi. Till we all come to a state of maturity. Wherefore, we are not behaving like children. How do somebody who is a Christian, who is behaving like children, behave?
1: Toss to and fro. Toss what? To and
0: fro. How are you tossed to and fro? And carried about with You are carried wind about, tossed to and fro, and Carri- which is carried about by what? Every wind of doctrine. you have No. Yanka? No. 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 So there's not anything carries you. B B I see Or You are carried away by every wind of doctrine. You are tossed to and flow. So some people you don't even know what they believe. Whether they believe in God or they believe in Satan. Because they believe in what the devil can do more than what God has done. Every day somebody did something. Somebody called the pastor. Hey, they told me somebody has come to urinate in front of my shop. I you <laughs> 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 If you can't rub it, urinate some. Well, so I should bring olive oil to come and anoint. Johnson? <laughs> so for a you are carried away of any window because people are explaining things that doesn't need explanation. Somebody goes, he said, Pastor, I had a dream and my ex-boyfriend was putting a ring on me. What does he mean? I said, do you love him? No. Do you still love him? He said, he's too no. I said, I said, do you still love him? He said, a letter. I said, go and look for him. I said, I'm sorry. I don't I don't I Pastor. I said, ah, do you think every dream has a meaning? Do you know how many times I've had a dream I was American president? <laughs> you see, somebody taught you. It's not your fault, oh. Or beat the radio soon or catch or say. This life is not like that, oh. Some of you, you have a dream you don't even remember. You know there's a problem. What does God want to show me? That in God, in all his capacity, he still made me not to remember. And then every dream means something. Sister, don't live this life like that. Then they start bringing meaning, Question. If there is interpretation and meaning to everything, it should be in the Bible. Where in the Bible does the Bible say toilet means disgrace? If not our traditional language. Where in the Bible? The Bible says, and when you see Gilbert chapter 14 verse 3 when you see toilet no is disgrace when you see money in your dream no you are not going to have money this when you see a coffin and there's nobody lying in the coffin it means it's you (laughs) And I told somebody. Let's take the death alone. The death prophecies. Death dreams. Do you know how many people prophesied about that Jesus would die? Yes. From the day even before he was born, death spirit was chasing him. But Jesus died when he wanted to die. Never forget. I'm saying it again. The fact that somebody saw you were dead. You saw yourself, you were dead. That does not mean you are going to die. You only die when you want to die. Jesus said, the hour is now that the Son of Man must be glorified. He decided when he would die. I'm saying, do you know how many prophets prophesied he was going to die? Even when he was born, only two years, they brought that a law that they should kill every child under two years. Still, he didn't die. Do you know how many times the chief priests and the Pharisees sought to kill him? Did he die because they sought to kill him? When he was ready to go, he decided to go. So, your death is not in somebody's dream or a dream you had. You will die when you give up. That's so what they tell when somebody said, they said, he, he gave up the fight. And Jesus gave up the ghost. Meaning, if he didn't give up, Ghost couldn't have him. He told Pontius Pilate, I choose to lay down my life. And I choose to pick it. Jesus dying and resurrecting on the third day was of his own will. He said it. I will die. And in three days, I will resurrect. The scriptures have said it. He said it. He did it. He rose again. Are you hearing me? Nobody defines your life. Your dreams don't define your life. Hear me very well. Look, The dream you are permitted to have Godly, staying focused Is the one you sit and plan What you want to do with your life The one you don't have control over Because malaria Can even bring you dream Overeating Desiring something Can let you dream About what you desire So forget those nonsense if he's able to dream and as their dream it comes to pass they should dream they have succeeded they should dream they are the owner of every company in Ghana and have it ah, if you can dream and everything you dream it comes to pass dream for yourself but the person who is has been threatening with their dream you even give them transport after that. <laughs> two are powerful two. say, I don't know if I'm going to talk to you. I don't know if I'm going to talk to you. Look. You think? Stop. Low people who don't have proper understanding of who they are are the people God communicates in dreams. When God met Paul initially, no, no, these dreams didn't communicate. When they came to right understanding, the scriptures was their guide. There is no direction you need that is not in the Bible. Take it from me. So I taught you on Thursdays, that every form of leading or guidance is in the written word. Trust me. That's why it's like that. The moment you understand what Christ has done, Christ himself is leading in your life. So you don't need to go and sleep to know whether you marry him or not. The Christ in you. That's why Paul didn't say, I pray that you understand your dreams. He says, I cease not to pray for you. So, you'll be able to acknowledge what is in Christ that is in you. Say, what did the Christ do? Yes, here What did the Christ say?" when you come to a full understanding of what Christ did, you will see how useless witches and wizards are. And people will continuously take advantage of ignorant Christians. Come and sow seed for forgiveness. Come and sow seed for the breakthrough of this. They will do that to you. So that henceforth... We not being tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. Go. Verse
1: 14. That we henceforth be not be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slate of men and cunning craftiness. Or see by what? The slate of men. The
0: slate of men Nippah. Men have coined things and using it to toss people to and flow. He uses by the coining what? And cunning craftiness. Craftiness. said that? Who has said that I had a deal you having plenty of money and you went to give money? Obey friend, every day. By the cunning craftiness of men, they have created doctrines that makes you feel inadequate. Created doctrines that makes you feel you have to do something to be justified. You are always not meeting God's standard. It's craftiness. This is chapter four. In chapter one, he has told you whatever you are, The power you have. How you have been chosen. And tells you how you were saved by grace. And then in chapter 3, he tells you how this thing was also said in the Old Testament about you. And in chapter 4, he tells you why pastors are given. So you go to church to grow in Christ. Not to go home in fear. Don't play with the witches in your household. That your auntie. Don't play, oh, don't play. So why did you come here? We sell fear. Oh, at that point in the prophetic ministry, one day I sat down and I had too many questions. Because all our prophecies were negative. You are going to get stroke. Your child is going to get die. You have barrenness. You have this. Everything. And I just could not bring myself to understand why a good God is always seeing negative. And another funny aspect of it is that the negative was coming to pass quickly. When they tell you, Hey, hey, hey. I started asking questions. And some of my fathers in the Lord, they couldn't answer me. I had problems. I didn't understand. Because what happens is that the African person is prone to fear of negative. And the anything you believe, you have it. So demons pick up. Fear is the strongest weapon of the devil. He has no power. Job said, what I feared has come upon me. So Job was walking in fear that one day something bad will happen. You know, one day I lose my thing. You know, one day I lose and he lost it. So the devil can use someone to tell I had a dream. Or use you yourself. You had a dream, you are dead. Hey, 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 hey this thing will kill me. Oh. Hey, sister, you are going to die. Oh. You are so seed of fear. The moment anybody says that, I refuse it. It can't happen to me. It's not me you saw. I am in Christ. So anything you should see about me, you should see it in me in Christ. What can happen to Jesus? Rise up and let's go home. Hallelujah.